Welcome to Two Guys, a Girl, and a Podcast. We're talking about a TV show on Disney Plus called The Falcon and Winter Soldier. This is episode five called Truth. I am Ken. Jeff. Julia. Truth. Hmm, interesting title. Where well, do we there was st- a lot of truth in it, definitely, yeah. but it was a lot of truth in it. Mm-hmm. This is where they're all dealing with the fallout from what happened in the last episode. Yes. Uh, right out of the gate, we start off with John Walker, who <laughs> seems to be upset about what he did, at least initially. And then he eternally sort of is dealing with it and seems like by the time, very short period of time, he sort of comes to grips with it and says, yeah, I did the right thing and blah, blah, blah. So he starts to justify himself throughout the episode and actually changes reality by telling people that that was the person that ended up, that was, that had killed Lamar. And um, so he's delusional. Yeah. <laughs> um, right out of the gate, we have the the biggest the the fight at the beginning for the shield, which I thought was well, it was basically the big action se- sequence of the episode, but it was really well done. A lot of good choreography and everything. Um, a lot of symbolism too. We have three people who potentially feel like they they could potentially deserve it or could and, and in the comic book has all three of them have held it so as you're watching it you're like oh there's bucky holding it and he looks really good with it and then sam's got it for a while and it's sort of kind of a big symbolization of who deserves it and who or who has lived up to 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 using it and you know, obviously, John Walker feels he's in that mix. I loved it when they eventually finally ripped the shield off him and he dislocated his arm or broke his arm. I think it was dislocated his arm and he just went, boom. And I was just like, yeah, get it off that guy. You know, it's like, I, I thought that was great because I don't like U.S. agent. John Walker. Well, no, you're not supposed to. <clears throat> well, no, I never liked him since he came out in like the uh, late '80s, and I never liked that character. So I was just like, yeah. Yeah, it was. It was a good. It was a good scene. I. I liked the scene where he goes in front of the senators or whoever those people were. The High muckety mucks. Um, and he loses his temper and starts yelling at them and just sort of solidifies that he's, you know, he's lost it. I mean, he's got a point. He did what he was only doing what he was asked to do, but um, he can't see that he's taking it too far and isn't 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 the good guy he thinks he is yes absolutely he definitely uh 
Yeah, he definitely went off. Well, he, he had the right to go off on him a little bit, but yeah, he was still delusional. But yeah, I think he got off lucky because he could have ended up being in jail. I mean, he should have been court-martialed. He should have been in jail, yeah. Uh, he should have been court-martialed, but he, he more or less got stripped of everything, his rank, uh, an honorable discharge, his benefits, and stuff like that. Yeah. So. Yeah, that was a really good scene. Like you, you guys said, the um, parallel sort of like, you know, soldiers do what they're supposed to do, and then they come back, and then they, they kind of get their back turned on them, and I'm sure he feels that way. Obviously, there's more to it than that, Mr. Walker. You're you're kind of on the crazy side, so. Um, yes, he is. And you know his his girlfriend or wife there tries to support him, but um, of course this leads to a surprise appearance by a character. Yeah. Val Val Fontaine. It's Contessa Valentina Allegra de Fontaine. Yeah, whatever. With uh, Julie Louis Dreyfus, which I didn't, I didn't know she was in this. I don't think anybody knew. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, it was a good surprise. Did you do any research on her? Well, not Julie Louis Dreyfus, but the the, uh, the character she's playing. I, I I I did yeah I I read up that um she she potentially met Madame Hydra yeah uh, she were she was a shield agent at one point and hung out or was um, hooking up with uh, Nick Fury but also was so there's a lot of different these like like any other character they they take on many many different personalities. you know yeah, personal. we don't know what. She's going to be in the MCU. We know what she is in the regular comic book continuity, but yeah. her character could be completely different. She could the be the MCU. power broker. That's what I thought. Yeah. But I didn't do any research into her she as a... could be. I still think we're going to find out next week, who the power, if at all, who the power broker is. Yeah. Well, she adds another, you know... That's another character that we have to put into the mix and say, okay, where does she lead with all this? Because she's obviously trying to recruit John Walker onto her side and feels, and at least is telling him that she, he did the right, he, yeah, he's right, that he did the right thing, and every, or he, at least he did the right thing taking the, uh, the serum. And I, I don't know what the, she gives him the card, and then the, she leaves, and it's a blank card, and it's like, is that another person just being sort of eccentric and crazy, or is there something to that? I'm going to guess there's something to the card mm -hmm. that will yeah. eventually reveal itself. She also makes a comment that the shield isn't owned by the government. So I'm not exactly it's sure. Really, it belongs to the Starks, because Howard yeah. Stark made it. Mm-hmm. So, so technically, it belongs to Tony Stark's daughter. Okay. I liked the conversation that Sam had with Isaiah. Mm -hmm. Was that was good and although a little obvious, you know, 
said they'll never let a black man be Captain America. Um, and they're like, yeah, okay, now we know who's going to be Captain America next. Yeah, the, the rest of the, 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 the other good part about this episode I, I liked was the whole, um, again, we had the fight for the shield, and now we have the frisbee-throwing shield conversation with Bucky and um, Sam. It was sort of like the same sort of look to it, where the shield was going back and forth between them. And it was a debate on who should get it. It was almost like, I don't want it. You know, here, you get it. Even though they're just kind of practicing with it, it's still that debate on who gets it. And that's what this whole show is about. It's about who should, who should have the shield. And are they going to be able to make the right decisions? And they're not easy decisions. You know, okay, well, Carly's, you know, done some bad stuff. You know, they're just looking to, to you know, she's looking to escalate everything. And the government wants to escalate everything to stop her. And John Walker thinks, yeah, let's do that. And meanwhile, they're in the middle kind of throwing the, 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 the shield around going, how are we going to do this? How are we going to deal with this? And who should deal with it? And Bucky's like saying, no, you know, Sam, look, I understand this is a, bad, a, a tough decision. But, and and I almost felt like, it symbolized Sam was going, no, 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 here, you have it. And Bucky's like, no, 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 you have it. Even though they weren't physically doing that. They, they were physically doing that, but they weren't. They didn't mean it that way, but I think it symbolized that that's kind of what was going on. And Sam was still not going to take the shield until after the conversation. And then it felt like he was, and, and like you said with Isaiah, it, more and more of it was coming toward the point where he, I, I think by the end of the episode, he makes his decision. Yeah, yeah, because he had that whole sort of Rocky-esque scene where he's training and mm -hmm. running and sweaty and... He seemed to handle the shield much better when he was just throwing it around with Bucky, but as soon as he started training, it looked like he was. this is one of the first times he had it, because he was not really good with it, but... No, he wasn't. Yeah, but... uh. And obviously, he has a lot to live up physically. You know, he, he's not as strong as Steve Rogers, and but it, you know, certainly he's um, he's getting to that point where he's going to have to step it up. And the, you know, he's given so a couple of things happen here. Um, the 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 Falcon suit is destroyed in the battle at the beginning. So um, what's the guy's name? His friend Torres. Torres. Boy, you know, what'd you do this costume? You know, what would you do this? The wings and stuff like that. So they got destroyed, and you keep them. You know, he kind of take, takes off. So he's done with Falcon, and he takes the shield with him, and he's moving in that direction. And um, he gets um, one more favor, or Bucky gets one more favor from the Wakandans after they. And I know I'm skipping over that moment. We'll we'll go back to that, but um, we get a, a new costume from the Wakandas have built and Bucky gives it to Sam and we don't see it, but it's obviously going to be some kind of Captain America ish type uniform. I would have to imagine. Captain America type suit with wings so he can fly still. Yeah. And I saw a picture of one of those in one of the spoiler, not the videos I saw where he was, I didn't realize he, he had both the wings in the, 
at one point when he was Captain America, I guess, did he do both? Mm-hmm. He was a fun, yeah, okay. So that's going to be cool to see. Um, another good scene was with Zemo and Bucky at the Sokovia Memorial. Mm-hmm. Where, um, you know, Zemo's there, obviously. And um, at one point we're thinking maybe Bucky might kill him, but obviously he's moved past that and turns him over to the Wakandans and they bring him to the raft, which yeah. is... Um, that was sig- the Silver War, right? When yeah. Iron Man put all the superheroes in it. Yeah, that's um, significant back to behind-the-scenes stuff, I guess. Uh, General Thunderbolt Ross <laughs> is in control of the raft right now, and I guess one of the things that um, happened uh-huh. in the comic book is he created a group of superheroes slash supervillains. Called Thunderbolts. Thunderbolts, and, and Zemo is was one of the leaders of that. So He, he was the leader. Okay, so um, that's obviously, are they going to deal with that in this show? Not this Maybe season. Not I th- this show, but somewhere down the line. But the thing is about the Thunderbolts, they, there's villains, but they get new costumes, and no one knows that Zemo is like this. I don't know what his character was, but no one knew it was Baron Zemo. Okay. So, but at Zemo, if U.S. agent ends up being with them too, yeah, yeah, that's true. And so, you know, we might that might be the last we see of Zemo of this for this season, except for maybe like if John Walker winds up in the, they might be in this cell next to each other. Hey, how's it going? You know, in an end credit scene. <laughs> yeah, with Zemo dancing or something, but. uh Meanwhile, Carly, uh, not really featured heavily in this episode, but um, the GRC is making moves on her compound and everything, and she's done. She's had enough. She's like, we're ready to attack, and their next target's going to be New York. And then a big moment in the show. Yeah, Batarak comes back. (laughs) um, Sharon Carter is hiring someone. And um, then we see Batrock Bat- showing up with the flag smashers in New York saying, here's my stuff and here I am. And um, the flag smashers, that was the one that was with um, Carly didn't necessarily like the idea, but Carly's like, we're, we're at this point right now where we have to do this. And so what's going on? Is Sharon Carter working with the flag smashers? Still didn't answer that question yet, but it's getting. She playing both sides. Is she? Is there another? She's hiring Batrock, whatever his name is. There. Maybe though, there's a surprise for episode six. It's Mephisto, isn't it? It's gonna be Mephisto. Isn't she the one who called him? Called Batrock for the job. That's what I thought. Um, she called somebody. We didn't see who it was, but she says, hey, you screwed it up the first time. Now I'm going to hire you again. So that's why I thought it was Batrock. And then all of a sudden Batrock shows up and, and he's working for the Flag Smashers. Right. So I, I it's, it seems like it that way. It could be someone else, but 
um, I, I feel like it's it's Batrock. So I don't know where Sharon Carter stands right now. You know, there's is is he a plant there to take out Carly because she she's still Sharon's still working for the uh, power broker? I, I'm confused. So. Yeah, it's a bit confusing. Next Friday, everything will be revealed. Hmm. Yeah, it is making me wonder if, if I mean, if this is a lot to wrap up in one episode, but. Yeah, it's the same problem with um, WandaVision. We were, how are they going to do it? And I think we agreed that they did it with WandaVision, but it wasn't done perfectly. It was kind of jarring, or at least I, I thought it was not that well done. I didn't. The first, the last episode, I wasn't a big fan of, so it, it could have been better. I mean, so hopefully it, it, it's, you know, it's a little bit more focused with this. I don't think there's as much going on, but I don't know if it's a longer episode or. Yeah, it could be what. longer. <laughs> I mean, this one was was longer. Yeah. It said 61 minutes, but there's like 10 minutes of credits. So. Oh yeah. So. Obviously, there's going to be a huge um, climax in New York with um, the Flag Smashers. The Power Broker's got to be involved. Obviously, John Walker's going to throw himself into the mix, and we're going to get to see the um, Captain, new Captain America in all his glory. Um, yeah, a lot of stuff happening. Yeah, it was it was a good episode. I mean, it did kind of get draggy there where they were spending so much time fixing the boat. Oh, yeah, yeah, I think that's a symbolization. I was trying to figure out what they were going to do with it. Literally, I was like, are they going to, you know, turn it? I don't know what they're going to do with it, but obviously, with all the the people putting work into it, they they call in favors and they all come in. They all band together and work together to get it. And then, of course, it's ready to sell, and then she's like, I don't want to sell that, you know. And so she's she's holding on to the past just like Sam was, and, you know. Well, she's so, holding on to her legacy, her family yeah. legacy. It was, you know. Yeah. It was kind of nice, and it does, there were some good conversations that happened there. Yeah. But it was a bit long and talky, but it was, I don't know, I liked it. There was a, there was a. A thing that Sam said to Bucky that I even wrote down because I was like, oh, that's a good line, where he says, when they're, <clears throat> you know, slinging the shield around, and he says, you got to stop looking to other people to tell you who you are. And I was like, yeah. oh, that's a good line. Bucky's, you know, still struggling with having been the Winter Soldier, and Sam said that to Bucky. In terms of Bucky, I mean, he's, I think he's, they're, they're trying to explain to him, and I think Zemo was trying to explain this to him, that he's not trying, he's trying to make himself feel better by going to all his previous targets and stuff like that, mm -hmm. when in reality he just needs to apologize for him, and I think that's linked into what was said. Yeah. Um, Which yeah. is probably going to lead up to when he goes back to New York and uh, the old man that he's helping. Mm. Yeah. I also I wrote this down, but they did kind of hint at it again. They kept they kept saying Steve is God now. Yep. And 
it still leads me to believe that maybe Captain America did pass away from old age. Well, he never so, said he was, he was. They never said he was dead. They never said he had died. Always, it, it just the way kind of the way they alluded to it says, "Oh, St you know, Steve is now gone." Yep. You know, so it's like, is he gone? Like he's living in Montana, living you know, <laughs> away from people, or is he like, you know, passed away six feet under with a buried well, I, in an unmarked grave somewhere? Because they already did like a memorial service for when. He disappeared, and they just covered that up. But yeah, I, I mean, if if they're hiding the fact that Steve Rogers is still alive because he had time traveled and he's older now and everything, that they they aren't going to necessarily, you know, say let's call him up and find out what he thinks about this, or they're going to say, well, you know, do you still talk to him? They're leaving it ambiguous, maybe because they're not a hundred percent sure what they're going to do in the movies. Chris Evans has said that he might want to come back i think they all sort of say i'm done with it and then they say like a week later they say well you know and so they there's a say hey no one's hiring me for anything else i'm also come back and be captain america <laughs> well or or the money gets a little low and they say hey i want an extra mil couple million or whatever it is but um so they're leaving it ambiguous because it wasn't resolved in the movies definitively so why bother saying it in the series so I don't think it's something we should dwell on too much, except that they they definitely did not say dead. There's no yeah. in, in the in this in this when they go to the Smithsonian. There's no like death date. There's no in memoriam. There's no. It's just in honor of or whatever. But so did no, they do that in Spider-Man, the last Spider-Man movie, when they had that uh, video? Yep. They had Captain America was one of them. Yep. And then the the long over. <laughs> Tony Stark one, but yeah, yeah. So, yeah, the fact that they well, haven't they haven't gone out of the way to say it, maybe it'll be revealed in this next episode. I don't think it's important uh, necessarily because, yes, he's he's what eighty how old he is, and he will eventually die. I don't think he, it, his character is is important anymore as much. Um, it, as he is now, he he made a decision to do what he did, and now he's he's off doing whatever. Either he's underground or he's soon to be underground. And you know, I hate to sound so no, I hate to sound so crass, but it's the symbolism of Captain America that we're dealing with in this story. And I don't think it's important, but you I know, he's gone. Do you know, think it'd be pretty cool if there was a little cameo appearance. Appearance. By okay. Chris Evans at the end of the episode when you see Sam all dressed up as Captain America and he goes says something like, "Hey, that looks good on you," or something, you know. Yeah, and, and that's why maybe that's another reason they're leaving it ambiguous because they they're going to have a surprise appearance at the end in this episode or maybe definitively give us an answer. Um, so yeah, there's a couple of options. Um, getting to the last, or the, there was another scene aboard the boat that I liked when uh, Sam or uh, Bucky's using a, a screwdriver or something, or or um, he's doing something with a p tool, and it, you know, how come you're not using your arm? And he goes, "Well, it's, it's my left arm. I I, I I sometimes forget I have it, <laughs> you know, kind of just that that I have it to use." But I thought that was kind of neat. I thought there was a better character interaction with them in this episode 
there was a lot of it in this episode. So I, yeah. thought, I thought it was really good in this. They seem to be coming to a, you know, starting to like each other rather than just tolerating each other, yeah. appreciating each other and what each one can do. Yep. Yeah, he, they still were like, Sam's like, we're not partners, you know, he's still kind co-workers. of throwing co-workers. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but they were jokey about it. So. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, so we're not, we're not at the last episode, and maybe I should wait until next week to ask this question. Up until this point from this show, compared to WandaVision, which show did you like better so far? I mean, because I know we don't have the ending to this one yet. I can't compare them to each other. They're yeah. so different. They're two different styles of show. Yeah. I mean, WandaVision definitely had more of a mystery than, but this one's got a lot more loose ends to tie up than WandaVision. And yeah. so I guess we'll know better after next week. Yeah. I, I, I feel. Going into this, I thought this was going to be the better show for me because it's closer to what it's closer to a regular Marvel. You know, WandaVision was a little outside of that, but I enjoyed WandaVision a lot more than I thought I was going to. This one, I'm, I'm, I think it's it's not quite as good as I was hoping it would be, so I'm a little let down by it. Um, and I'm not exactly sure why I don't want to, you know, it could be because the, the, it's steeped in politics. To the point where it, it's, you know, if you pick a side, you're wrong, and if you pick another side, you're. And, and there's several different sides that we're dealing with here, and it's, well, they all have their points, but you know, and, and I, I don't mind if they they present it that way, as long as they don't. At, at the end, kind of Sam turns to the camera and says, you know, make the right decision, people. And as long as they're not dictating it to us, um, or, or putting it. You know, whatever. I don't think they are. No. I mean, I I think they're presenting <clears throat> things that have happened historically, you know, mm-hmm. in in U.S. history at least, and and you know, making parallel comparisons to, you know, what happened to Isaiah. Yeah. And it just it is political. Mm-hmm. But I think it's I don't know. I don't know. I don't feel like they're beating you over the head with it, but I'm sure um people who don't agree with my views may feel that way. <laughs> yeah, well I don't know if if they're beating this over the head. I mean obviously when you compare it to something like uh, Doctor Who, the newer episodes, it's it's almost childlike how they're in terms of like you're the children. You 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 know this already. They're not doing that. You're not. They're not treating this like a child, like some shows are, or that we're really dumb or whatever. This is obviously more intelligent, and it's presented in such it's, a way. It's more nuanced than doc, the Doctor Who episodes were. Yeah. You know, and I mean, Doctor Who was done very. It was very clunky the way they handled the the things they were trying to talk about. This is handled in a lot more nuanced way, except yeah. for the fact of how black people and black servicemen have been treated. Because you know, there's no, there's no denying what happened. Yeah. 
I don't know if I necessarily agree with Isaiah's statement that he said the U.S. won't accept a black man as Captain America and no but black he's man. Going, but he's going on his past experiences, though. Yeah. Well, I'm so just saying I don't agree his with statement, it. Yeah, I know you don't have to agree with it, but, you know, I mean, I'm sure. I mean, they, when they came out with the comic book with the Falcon as Captain America, people bought it and loved it. And the pe people bought the book that had Isaiah in it. So, so here's my question to you. Do you think at the end of this episode coming up that, that, that people are going to accept Sam as, the cap as Captain America? Yes, I do. Yes. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I don't have a problem with it at all. And, and it's not because the comic book did it first and it's like, well, if the comic book did it, I'm well, fine with The it. hardcore comic book fans, the hardcore Marvel fans will be okay with it. It's the casual fan. You know, that's no, where it's going to... I, I mean, some maybe, but I, are we still at that point where people are going to get mad because it's... Not because of the... I mean, I think some people root for Bucky because, you know, he had it for a while. But... I, I, I also think it helps that Anthony Mackie has been in so many of the films... Yeah. You know, he's an and established he's been, yeah. actor in in the Marvel universe. That that I think and he's a really good actor too. I mean, he's like I, yeah, he's really likable. I like I like the, you know, like I'm like watching him. And I'm like, oh, this guy's great. Mm -hmm. I mean, uh, but so is Sebastian Stan. I mean, yeah. he's been fantastic in this. I haven't seen him in anything else other than Marvel films, so I don't know what he's like in other things, but. I I've liked I've liked him yeah. in this. I saw an interview with Sebastian Stan, and uh, the person asked him, says, uh, "So I heard that fans yell the code words to try to activate you when you're walking down the street." And he goes, "Yeah, yeah, they do." <laughs> well, I, I just I just feel that um, you're going to get a vocal minority that might speak out and go, "Oh my God, you know, Sam. Oh boy, that's a bad decision." <laughs> Yeah. And it's like, so what? I, I mean, we shouldn't be listening to vocal minorities really that much. But, well, I say that not, and then it... Not when they're, you know, the only reason they don't want Sam to be Captain America is because he's black. Yeah. But you I know, don't know. I, I think, don't think there's that many people that... No, there's that I mean, he's a good character. Minority. Yeah, he is. I mean, it, it, he's been there since the Winter Soldier movie. If they, at the end of this episode coming up, if they put Isaiah as Captain America, would, would people be upset about that? Yeah, because he's like 80, he's whatever. Like 80 he's years old. Yeah, it's a ridiculous <laughs> like that. decision. Yeah, I mean, he's, he's That's not because he's black, because it's a bad decision. Now, if they took some other black actor that we've never seen before, and he just suddenly appears and says, ah, I'm the new Captain America, we would be as opposed to it as John Walker. When he first popped up, we were like, oh, wow, who's that guy? Yeah, because but it's Steve not, Rogers It's not gave, being racist, you know. No, because Steve Rogers gave Sam yeah. the shield. And it was Steve Rogers wants Sam to be the next Captain America. No, I just, I don't know why there, there's so much thought that, that he can't be, Sam can't be Captain America. I think, unless they, if the show ends and everyone's cheering and they go, yeah, that's a good decision, the government likes it and people like it, then that's the way it should be because I think that's what it would be in real life if this was all happening. But if you if we have a bunch of people protesting at the end and everything, no, that that's, you yeah, know, you might get a... Off. Might get a small protest. No, it's going to be, you know, yeah, they're not going to go out and protest. They're yeah. going to 
they're going to complain on Reddit, <laughs> you know, well, yeah, and okay. you're not going to show that in a, in a TV show or a movie. Yeah. And I mean, you know, I, I like Steve Rogers a lot. I, I didn't, I didn't necessarily in Endgame. I didn't necessarily wanted him to go the way he did. I mean, that was fine, but it was a, you know, I, I would still like to see another Captain America movie with him in it. And so right. I'm a little bummed out that that happened the way it did, but well, I'm ready to move I still, on. I still think the time travel thing was on purpose for the next phase, phase five. Yeah. yeah. You know, I think it's and time. There's ways they can fix it that they can get them back. Yeah. So. And it makes them, it'll make a mess if they, if they deal with it too much, but it's already a little bit of a already, mess. I think they're already starting to work in their way to a reboot anyway, a soft reboot. Yeah. Because they're going to reform the Avengers. They're going to have all these new characters, and I think you're going to forget about. Yeah, no, that's that's fine. But what what does it have to do with time travel? If they time travel, if you well, want to. Conqueror is supposed to be coming. He's... Okay. So if you have a new Iron Man and a new Captain America and a new whatever, then that's fine. But once you start throwing time travel into the mix, you can bring the old actors back. So now Tony Stark is back, but there's a new Iron Man. Is that what they're going to do? Is it, we're going to have different Iron Man going on? Well, not. don't you think they could like, uh, just like what Tony Stark did when he went to the past and met his father, something like that, like they meet the original Avengers? Yeah, I guess. But it's, I don't think it would – well, okay. So it, I, I think time travel confuses things. Now that it's entered into the mix with multiverse and stuff like that, it's going to be the, – the Marvel Universe is going to be very complicated, and you're going to lose people. Uh, it was very simple up to this point. Now you're going to lose people because it's too complicated. I don't mind rebooting the. Characters. I don't think. I don't think they'll go that far. I okay, think they'll, well, they'll we'll keep see. it simple. But yeah. anyway, we still got one more episode to go and see how it all gets wrapped up. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'm looking forward to it. I, I know we went off base a little bit today, but um, sometimes it's good to talk about that stuff. Um, okay. Anything else about this one? I have one more thing. Sure. I think. <laughs> I think Wyatt Russell, that's his first name, right? The guy who oh, yeah. Kurt it, Russell's son. Kurt Russell's son. First of all, spitting image of his father. Mm-hmm. Second of all, he has done an amazing job playing this completely unlikable person. Yeah. And do you hear, do you hear I, what's I know to him? there's so much hate. Yeah, I know. Yeah. There's so much hate no. thrown at oh, him. Oh, he's getting death threats, isn't he? Yeah. But, but he's done a great is. job being... Yeah playing an utter bastard mm-hmm. <laughs> and i just you know i wanted to acknowledge that i know he's getting a whole raft of crap from people he's but that's that's stuff. It's i mean it's just it's ridiculous it's a, it's a tv show show but people are crazy people be crazy if they ever do a reboot of escape from new york he should play snake mm-hmm they should do a reboot of Big Trouble in Little China with him. I would watch that movie again. Yeah, no, I don't think favorite. I would redo that one. Yeah. Love that. That one, should be, that one should be left alone. Well, it should be yeah, but wouldn't, it be great, wouldn't it be great? It should have been. There should be a sequel to it. There should have been a sequel to it. Cause Maybe that can be his son. And it could be a father-son <sighs> buddy movie. That would be awesome. The special effects have improved incredibly since then, so I'm okay it would be fun to watch. It would be fun. That would be awesome. 
Okay. So um, yes. Sorry for the sidebar. No, that's fine. No, that was that was great. Okay. Anything else? Thanks nope. for listening.